Welcome back to the Frizz and the Grease podcast with your hosts, Prudo and D. Hello and welcome back to Frizz and the Grizz. It's your boy Trudeau. Thank you for joining us live Tuesday, February 21st or next day on... Oh, fuck. It's not Tuesday. It's Wednesday today. Sure is. I was going to let you keep going. I wish it was Tuesday. Um, no, I don't. I wish it was Thursday, actually. We'll get through this week. I- I'm under the weather, as you can tell. I don't know what day of the week it is, but we're here. We're back. It's felt like a long break for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because there's like a hiatus in sports but we're back for you we're gonna talk a lot of nba today all-star weekend lots of fun stuff but first d what's good what to do baby happy wednesday happy hump day well it's, i guess it's the end of it um but yes it definitely felt like there was a longer break it's weird how that one extra day makes it seem different i don't want to go back to wednesdays i think we used to do wednesdays monday was the old day it was it was monday so we've been going forward <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. I definitely don't want to uh, do this on Wednesdays. Wednesdays are a good, like, all right, we're over the hump, like, type of day, and to end it, we're like, shit, I still got something to do at eight o'clock. Nah, let's keep it on Tuesday. You know what fucked me was the holiday on Monday. So like, I'm all screwed Ooh. up. I think I feel like it's Tuesday. It's one of those things where the holiday on Monday, everything just feels off. Uh, but yeah, we had off yesterday. I had a, my ten year anniversary, my wife dating anniversary. Very good stuff. We uh, went out and got a sushi meal. I don't know how you feel. Are you pro sushi or anti sushi? Pro sushi, my the, man. The biggest, yes, sushi aficionado. For some re- weird reason, my dog's in here growling, barking. But yes, I'm all for it. What's your favorite roll? Uh, I like the eel. Anything with eel. Oh, yeah, eel shit. Hell yeah. I'm with you on that one. Uh, I can do. I can do crab meat. Crab meat's not as bad. Um, I went to a place that used to do like chicken and steak, like just so I could get used to it. No, okay, to get, get used get to it. it. Yeah, it was very, very, very early stages of like the the rice, the seaweed, and and having some type of meat in it. And then since I've had eel, I was like, oh yes, that's that's number one right there every time. That's the shit. And sp- little spicy tuna is also very high on my list. It's not bad as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sushi is one of those weird things. I feel like you're either you either love it or hate it. You know, no, no one's in between. So I'm glad you're on Team Sushi over here. Kicking the dog out. He's in trouble. Yeah, bro. He, I don't know. He's like, so I get like, it's my shades are down, but when it hits the the windowsill, obviously it, it has to like flip up just a little bit mm. and you can see outside. So like he just be patrolling just for no reason. Look at him. Like he's staring at my helmets growling. <laughs> my, my guy's defending the house. I love it. But hey, Fine, good show today. I'm excited to talk some basketball with you because number one, I love basketball, but number two, Usually we like get into the pre-show meeting and we kind of have an idea. We talked throughout the week. I haven't talked to you at all about the NBA All-Star game. Like not once. Not once before the show. Not once during the game. So I'm excited to see what you have to say. I have thoughts. I think I run contrary to most people. because There's been a lot of a lot of thoughts on the internet. A lot of thoughts on the Twitter and all those places. So I'm curious to see what you have to say. So let's get right into the good stuff. Can I just say before we start, my it's favorite. Really not a cough drop this whole time. Oh, I'm 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 sucking down halls today. Like my throat is a disaster. I feel like sandpaper, but I'm here for you, people. Um, my favorite part of NBA All Star Weekend, which is weird and to say, I love the Friday celebrity game. That is my absolute shit. Are you in on the celebrity game? 
Not really. Um, uh, I, I heard there was like a little bit of a backlash too with like this whole Chris Brown thing that's like been popping uh, up on social media. Um, but like I, I got like the oh shit text like, hey, celebrity games on. I was like, oh shit, like let me let me go ahead and watch it. And it's like, you know, three quarters in. But like I just see like the football players. I think it was um Micah Parsons was uh yeah. was there this well, year. Wasn't just him wasn't, he was the MVP, but the 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 kid from the Rams. Puka. Uh, yeah, Puka Nakua. Apparently he was throwing down like it was nothing in the game. So it's good to see those, but like I think those he was that game was more of people trying to like show out too much compared to it being entertaining. Like I I remember when it was like Kevin Hart and when he was in it, it was entertaining. It was like funny to watch. I feel you get a mix because like you have it's you know what it is? It's always the football players. If you if you ever went to play pickup basketball and football players show up, it's gonna be a bunch of dudes just being brutal and physical and fouling the shit out of fell in the shit out of you. And that's kind of what happened to the all star celebrity game. It was for football football players you had Puka Nakua, Micah Parsons, and CJ Stroud. They were all actually really good basketball players too. CJ played in high school, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was it was a fun game. I mean, it's always silly. The thing I love about the celebrity game is that it's always ridiculous and silly. Like they have the they had like an on fire period where if you made, made a couple shots, you get you get like NBA Jam. It's on fire, and we'll talk about the court in a minute. But the court, the court the court was LED and it would light up underneath the player, and they're on fire, and their 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 shots count for double, which is kind of cool. But it, you know, I like it because it's corny, it's fun. And also, they take it really seriously, some of these people, unlike the actual All-Star game itself. Well, there's a lot of dudes that, or I won't say just dudes, there's a lot of people that go into that game, and they want to win MVP. Like, I know whenever um, Bow Wow would play, he was trying to win it. Um, A couple of years ago, it was like Quavo. You know, he was trying to win. Uh, Anytime Chris Brown's in there, he's trying to show out. I know... um, uh, dude, J. Cole, he like he, he can ball. Yeah, he played in Europe. So like that game <laughs> has more effort than the actual All Star game because like dudes or females, anybody that goes out there, like Lisa Leslie was in one of them, and she you dunk on anybody, and like they go out there and like, nah, I actually want to show y'all that I can hoop. I want you, I want to show you guys that I can play ball. Two two things. Number one, I've I'm just worried about Ron Artest. He played in the game. And by the way, I learned also that his name is not Ron Artest or Meta World Peace. It's now Meta Artest, FYI. My man looks like he's 300 plus pounds. He looks awful. Ron, Ron, get yourself together, buddy. I mean, let him live. He's got his championship. Like, he's all about peace. He's no He's no longer trying to, you know, throw down to Detroit. Let him live. And the second thing that I learned from this game is I'm fucking old. Yes, because there are so many people in this game. I had to Google who they were, and they're like YouTubers and TikTok influencers. And I'm like, oh god, I am lost right now. Yep, Kai Sanat or something like that. Yeah, like no the idea. largest YouTuber in like the history of YouTube. And I was like, huh? Who? I, I have no idea. So yes, I'm I'm with you on that one. We are de- definitely getting up there in age, my brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, All Star Game was really fun. Um, I mean, the all- celebrity All Star Game that is really fun. I enjoy it because it's silly; it doesn't mean anything. Um, the game, the event after that. Did you watch any of the the Panini Rising Stars Challenge? Rising Stars? No, I forgot all about that. I forgot that. Wait, that's not the Skills Challenge. Rising no. Stars is usually like what used to be the sophomores versus rookies. Yeah, so it's still that format. They have they have rookies, they have sophomores, and they have some G League players all mixed in. And so the NBA, I feel like they tried to do something really tricky 
So they had four teams. One, the first two teams are pretty evenly matched that played. And then the second team, the second you know matchup, they have one team that's like a super team. Like they, they show the players. And I'm like, holy fuck, this team's stacked. It was like Victor Wembanyama, um, my guy from the Rockets second year player. Shingun? No, not Shingun. He was drafted second overall. Um, I have to look at the roster, but this roster was stacked and had Victor. And I'm like, oh, who are they playing? They played a team of all G Leaguers. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the fix is in because they want They If you could find the, the roster, that'd be super helpful for me what I'm talking. I'll look for it, yeah. Yeah. I was like, the fix is in. And D, I don't know if you saw it, but the G League team led by Deflep coach Deflep Shrimp, which I believe he should be the coach of the year now. Beat the team of like superstar stud second year players, and it was so embarrassing <laughs> for the second year players. It was unbelievable, and it was just effort, man. It was crazy. It was crazy the effort these G Leaguers were playing, led by legend Mac McClung. <laughs> I was just about to say it was probably Mac McClung that was doing his thing. Hey, he's a Laker. For, he's he's an LA Laker, so I'll give him that. No, he's a he's a he's an Orlando Magic, my friend. No, I'm saying he played for the Lakers oh, okay. last year. Yeah, I know he where he's 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 technically G League still. So like I know he's on the the G League for the Magic, but he played in the on Lakers last year. Yeah, the fix the fix was in though. The NBA wanted to see more Victor this weekend, and it did not happen. Um, didn't pan out. I'm surprised you didn't watch. Like that was probably one of the more competitive events uh, of the weekend. It was pretty compelling. So I heard there's some like some feedback of trying to get back into it, just being the freshman versus sophomores. Uh, because like they, I think they lost a lot of people when they went USA versus the world. I think I that's like what it the became. USA versus the world. I didn't say it was bad by by no means. I didn't say it was bad, but I think they lost a lot of people's interest. Granted, there wasn't a Victor Wembanyama, right? Like the, the the number one overall draft pick coming out of France. Is that what he is? Is he mm-hmm. France? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so like they have that now, and you know the league's trying to flip some type of script of making him be the face at you know eighteen nineteen years old. But when you do this and you see that, you know, the, the team that I think you're talking about that had Scoot Henderson. No, um, it wasn't that had, team. It didn't have Chet. It says that it did. It says it has Victor, Chet, Brandon Miller, Derek Lively, Jamie Vasquez. That's not the team that you're no, talking about? Victor wasn't on that team. I'm having a tough time. I'm trying to pull up the roster myself as you talk. And of course, like was it Jabari ex- Smith? Was that the Rockets that was, play? That, that, was, that was the, uh, the team. Okay. It was team, it was team Pow. It was okay, so that's the sophomores. That's not this is the team team. that lost the rookies, which is a good team. It's Victor Wembanyama, Brandon Miller, who's been having a really good uh, month past month with the Hornets. Uh, Brandon Poznapski. I I don't have pods. This is the people that I'm literally was just telling you, and you said no. You mentioned uh, Chet Ubecha. He's not. He wasn't on that team. It says he's on. It says he's on the team. He probably didn't play, but he's on the team. No, Chet was on Team Jalen. I got it in front of me, but it's okay. Continue. No, you got it. You got the right list. I'll sit back. I'll go ahead. It was Jaime Hawkins Jr., Jabari Smith, Kaysen Wallace, Bilal Kulubali. That's a good squad. And they lost mm-hmm. a bunch of G Leaguers. It was crazy. It was crazy. It's definitely all about effort. But more importantly, if you see that you have a, you know developmental stars that are that can actually do something, then kudos to them. I don't know if there's any of those names for the G League that stand out because if no. the best player is Mac McClung, we know where his ceiling is, unfortunately. Uh, just being a 6-1 point guard, but he's not really a point guard. It, um, it was just funny to watch like the the star team, like the really good team kind of walk into it thinking like, all right, we're just going to like, 
not even we got, but it was like, oh, we, we don't have to like go super hard. Like they were just mad chill. And this G League team played like it was game seven of the finals. And Good. they went up, I think, 12 to three. <laughs> and you could see all the the NBA players start panic. to pant. Like you could see in their eyes. They're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And the pressure was on. It was fun. I like I liked oh. both the events on Friday. It, I feel like as a whole, the weekend started high for me and then it tailed off every day going forward. Yeah, it typically does. Um, the first one that I would talk about for Saturdays was uh, the skills challenge was Saturday, right? That's usually what yeah. the one that it is. So I, I thought they used to make it look good, right? Like you got point guards in there that were trying to speedy show passing skills. Like, you know, you finish it with a lip or a dunk and it became a joke. And I'm I'm on team. Usually, I don't care for the talking heads, right? I, I really don't. I'll mention a few things that people will say, but I am pro team media on this one. On somebody that I think took a step back when it comes to like, yo, this was your moment, and that's Anthony Edwards when he started shooting left-handed. It's like, look, man, like it's our. And then he made some comments like, yeah, we we're not really doing anything while we're here. It's like, I we we know that it's like take your foot off the gas type of weekend. But you can't say those things, right? And then you can't purposely do those things where it becomes a joke, because then a they're not going to want to invite you back, and b it's not it's at the end of the day it's about this, right? And if you don't put on a good product, people are going to stop paying. And I, I just think with Anthony Edwards with an incredible season that he had this year, he's had this year. If he went in there, was like, you know, what? I want to fucking dominate every every challenge that I'm in, whether it's the skills challenge, the All Star game. I don't. He wasn't a dunk contest or three point contest. But if he's in those, let me be this guy that says, no, no, it's my time now. You guys have to worry about the number one team in the West. And I think he dropped the ball with that. Kind of lo- lost me when he goes out there and shoots left hand. I'm like, dog, what the fuck are we doing? That's kind of who Ant Man is, though. Like he, he's very competitive and serious when the like it's an actual game. But his personality is just like clowning, like just not making jokes. Not the he time. He thought it was. Not, he thought not it was the venue time. either. I will say this: like you'll love this because you were you were on the fence about Vic, Victor Wembanyama mm-hmm. coming to the draft. So Victor was on the team. It was Victor? It was Paulo Bencaro, and it was um, Ant Edwards. And Edwards said, "I mean, we're just out here trying to have fun." And Victor came in. and They asked him afterwards after what um, Ant Man said, and Victor goes, "I like to have fun. To me, winning is fun." <laughs> that was it. Just like dead ass. Like he was pissed. He was legit heated. That Edwards cl- like acted like it was a clown show during that that whole competition. Very good. Then good for Victor. I didn't ca- I didn't catch that stuff because I would have loved to say that obviously, but. Like I said, I, I got no problem with people having fun, but like we we already know the last six, seven years, All-Star Game has been a joke, right? Like averaging both teams like 150 plus. So like when when we already know it is and then the athletes are then like not caring that we know that it is like, all right, bro, like that, that the best part about the All-Star Weekend is that the NBA makes it like a festival. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why the the Pro Bowl sucks, right? It used to be in Hawaii. Nobody gave a shit that it was there. Well, no one wants to go to Hawaii. Yeah, like it 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 became like a it became a task, right? Yeah. And in Major League Baseball, although it's not the most athletic sport, 
you can get really hurt for going really hard. So like, I understand, like, I don't want my ace pitcher, you know, throwing 110 miles an hour, right? Like I don't want him to fucking tear his arm when we need him, when we're trying to race for the pennant NBA, you can give effort, right? Like you can give effort and they put everything into it being a three day event. Like, and most people tune in because of that. Like I, I specifically remember like me, I'll always remember all-star weekend was one of the times that I, me and the missus went on a date for Killington up in Vermont. And it's like that, that'll bring me back to like, yeah, it was all-star weekend when we did that because we were able to watch the dunk contest. I think it was the year with Levine and, and, um, and uh dude that put the ball under his butt. Um, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Aaron Gordon. It was that year. So it's like, I'll always remember that being that, you know, that part of the weekend. But nowadays it's like people turn it on and turn it off because they got dudes that are shooting left-handed in, in a three point in a three V three contest. Yeah. So what, where were the, the teams? It was the first round picks. It was the all-stars. I forgot who was on the all-stars team. And then it was the, the Pacers and the Pacers ended by winning. It was Trey <laughs> Young and a small people. Um, I don't know. Man. I feel like the skills comp the skills contest is kind of stupid at this point. Like it's so gimmicky. It's just too, too, too gimmicky. So the point where it's hard to follow what the hell is going on. Even some of the players didn't have a clue what the rules were. Like you had to weave them in out of the the mannequins. And they were going the wrong way and shit like that. I think it, was <laughs> it used to be simple. Yeah, because it was so simple, people were like we should make it harder. And then when they made it harder, it became confusing. I just I feel like that with the skills competition, they could probably just kill it off. I actually, you know what I liked. I think like four or five years ago, they did like a tournament style bracket with the skills contest with just, there were like eight players or, or 16 players to start. And it was, you know, a pass, a shot, a layup and a three point. Like I, it, it was, was all about speed. Yes. It was that, that, simple. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was simple, but it was about speed. It's just, just too much at this point, the skills competition. I think they should either go back to the more simple format or just kill it off. Cause it was just a complete joke. And Edwards kind of highlighted that it is at this point. He most certainly did. I will say though, the the two events. I'm going to say, well, the the one event that always is good for me, no matter what, is three point competition. And then I'm going to say two now because they had that Sabrina versus Steph thing. We'll do with the three point competition first. Um, I for some reason it didn't feel as big to me this year. I don't know if you had the same feeling. Like it was close. Like you had four players tie and ultimately have to go to a a shootout. Which again, that was confusing to me because I was like, "What are we doing now? This is a tie," but I don't know. It didn't feel like it rose to the occasion either. I think because the names, and we found out this weekend, which I think he did his best to now like pick his name up for being out in Portland for ten years. It's the names, right? Like Cat won it last year, and you're like, "It's a big." You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a center winning the hey three man, point contest. He did really well this year too, though. Nothing, yeah, big ass feet. He, all of his shots shouldn't have counted. Yeah, but, true. But what I mean is, like, that's not a name that carries, right? Dame Lillard. We people that watch basketball know he's a hooper, right? Like we all know he can put up buckets. He can shoot from half court, but he's not really a name that carries like the torch for like not face of the. That's a phrase that's been used all weekend. But like he's not a he's not a, a seat filler. Wasn't doing it in Portland. I don't know. He's not really doing it in, in Milwaukee either. Like he's not shooting the greatest. What I'm saying is he's not Steph Curry. He's not Clay Thompson. I mean, he's Clay's not these not good guys. That, what's that? I said Clay's not good anymore. I'm well. Clay Thompson pre ACL injury and Achilles. What I mean is that these guys that are killers from three that we know because they were marketed in Golden State or New York or Los Angeles, not Portland, Oregon, up in you know the middle of nowhere. 
And then you got other names, you know, Donovan Mitchell, not really a three-point shooter, shooter. Laurie Markkinen, another big. Malik Beasley, I know that he could shoot threes, but nobody knows that he's the third shooter on the Bucks. So it's like they it's not it's not filled with names. Now if it had I would disagree with you completely, man. This this list of participants. All I you think, got is three point shooters is Trey I think and Tyrese Alliburton with Dame. All but all but one of the players that com- competed have been an all star or or a current all star. Malik Beasley's the sole non all star on that list. Jalen Brunson first year, Tyrese Halliburton first year, Laurie Markin second year. So don't make it seem like they are proven all-stars, which the two out of three of those are roster fill-ins. They weren't starters. What do you want? Like I'm I'm agreeing with you that they are, they are better names, but they're not seat fillers. They're not people. They're not household names that people go. Yes. I want to tune in and watch the all-star, the, uh, the three point contest to watch Laurie Markin versus Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know. I thought I thought of all the all the all the events like you usually get the best roster for the three point competition. That was pretty good. I don't know why it didn't do for me. Maybe maybe it was just we we might not be vibing for it. I agree. I love the three point contest. I disagree with you saying that the names are good. Names are good, man. These are good star shooters. I don't know what they're the best self proclaimed greatest three point shooting big man of all time in Towns. (laughs) Trey Young. Probably shoots the most threes in the NBA. Dude just hucking it. Donovan Mitchell is what, like a bajillion time all-star at this point. Laurie Markkinen, like you can hate all you want, but he's a very, very good player. All-star last year. Good three-point shooter for a big. Dame. I mean, Dame time. Mm-hmm. Halliburton, he's the hometown guy. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be were, all NBA. They were living off of that this weekend. Yeah, it was a little bit much. And Brunson's like the New York star. He's been awesome. I don't... You're talking about good players. You're not talking about three-point shooters. Who would you rather have? I would have to pull up the list in order to do yeah, that. Yeah, because you don't have it on top of your head to, to the top of my head, no, I don't have it, but I can do some research for it. I could say that I would find a more popular demanded list overseeing Laurie Markkinen, Jalen Brunson, and Malik Beasley be there. Yes. It was a, it I, was, I, I, I love the event. Love yeah. three point contest event. I just don't. I I think they could have done better with the participants. I don't, you know what it is for me. Maybe maybe it's that the whole of the All Star weekend fell flat, and maybe it's kind of bringing down my perception of three point competition. Like I'm, I think I'm, I have a sour on the whole weekend. Really, I mean that's a potential issue too. I look. I, I like I said. I I agree with you that the the best uh, I would say contest for the weekend is a three point contest. I love it, and I did watch the tail end of it. We. Me and the you know the guys we took bets as to who was going to win it. I took Trey Young at, at jump and then made it to the you know the finals. He just lost, but Dame is a great three point shooter. He is a guy that like he has to be the leader for it because there's really nothing else. I would say that. But if you put a card out there with Dame, I, I mean, if you put Shea, who's not even a three point shooter, you get a bigger turnout. If you put Luca, who's a, not a three point shooter, that's what I'm saying. Like these are names that like. Even if they're not a three-point shooter, they're names that people go, oh, yeah, I want to tune in and see that. And I think that draws more than somebody that has a 45% three-point shooting percentage being a center from Utah. I think the whole appeal of it is just like dudes swishing shot after shot after shot after shot. It's beautiful to watch. It is beautiful to watch a three-point shot. I, I think I have grown to, to – uh, this is how you can tell you're just getting older 
is I used to be, I want to dunk on everybody. When I was a little kid or when I was growing up and we put the hoop at eight foot, I'm dunking. I'm not shooting fades. I'm not shooting threes. I'm trying to rise up and dunk on motherfuckers. Every build I make in 2K has got to have a dunk on it. And then I look at basketball. I was like, man, I think if I had a, a wish to, to be athletic or shooting, I think I'd want shooting. I think I would just want to be able to just pull up and just like you just feel so defenseless when Steph Curry takes a step over half court, launches it and turns around. And you're just like, that's beautiful to watch. I'm pissed that it's about to go in. Funk. Back rim and nothing, nothing but net. It's just beautiful. Well, let's talk about not missing shots and Steph Curry because that was probably the highlight of the weekend, right? The Steph and Sabrina thing. I honestly was like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know. This might get ugly. Dude, she's awesome. Sabrina, how do you pronounce her last name? Ionescu? Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. I think uh, she got into it because last year at the WNBA three-point competition, I think she went something like 27 of 29, like some some insane number shooting. Um, And she shot at the NBA range. She was just as good as the best shooters in the three-point contest. Yep. And I was so invested after her round, just being like, holy shit, is she going to beat Steph? And you know, <laughs> like the pressure on Steph Curry after that had to have been enormous. Insane. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. And then he misses like his first he, three he shots. The first two out of three. I was like, oh and my like, God. Oh, yeah. Like that, I tuned in for that. I was yeah. like, this is what I actually want to watch. Out of any event, I want to see this. A, for all those that have, you know, watched us for the past year and a half, I think I've done my due diligence with saying I'm doing my best to be more of a WNBA fan because of some of the talent that's going into the, you know, going into the league. And she's one of them. And she was sniping, just back rim, nothing but now. I was like, all right, this is good. And then when Curry went out there and he missed his first two out of three shots, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> grab the reins. Because if he duffs this, like if he gets 25 and she got 26, you're like, all right, like they're fresh out. They sat for an hour and a half. You come up with some excuse, right? But if he went out there and made like 10 and he she got 26, we'd have been like, oh, no, this is not good for him. He'd have been calling rematch and whatnot. But no, he went out there and he was just like, once he got into his groove, which was not from the corner because that's where he missed the most shots, it was the next rack. He hit like five out of six. I'm like, oh, he's he's feeling it. And then he got to his money side, which is the right corner. Mm-hmm. He didn't miss one. The last rack where he just thunk, 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 thunk. I was like, that's the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. And we were able to witness this. And she went toe to toe. So big shouts to her for that. Yeah, isn't like I definitely hope they do it again. I'm pretty sure they'll do it in some capacity again. It might not be Sabrina. I would love nothing more to see next year if they bring out Caitlin Clark to do it. That'd be so dope. I think you are going to see, and I this is not stealing it from anybody. I'm just I'm going over it based off of um what I feel might actually happen. Um, you know the the match that TNT. Did, okay. And then it went to HBO, yeah. where like you know it was Patrick Mahomes versus Brady and like somebody else. I think there are other people that were involved. Mm-hmm. I think you're gonna see something like that. I think they're gonna run with this where it'll be like a Steph Curry and like the next, which a name that was thrown out there was like a Dame Lillard because of him winning the three point contest versus Sabrina Ionescu and Caitlin Clark. Okay, and it's like ooh that. That'll turn some heads. That'll 100% be the event of the weekend. If during that All-Star happens. Weekend, you're saying? Not as like its own thing. No, no, just during All-Star Weekend. I don't think that they would put it outside of it. 
I think you monetize it more for it being in like this one was in Vegas or let's say it's in LA next year. Oh yeah, that's that is ranking because you're pulling in an entire fan base from the WNBA if you do that. And jokes aside for whoever wants to clown that, I'm saying you're going to bring in the women's side of things yeah. where people will look and be like, no, I want to watch this. I want to see these girls take out Steph Curry and Dame Lillard. I, I think that would be amazing. Oh, you mean the two girls on the same team? Yeah. Okay, I'm down not, with that. Not, not, no, that's what I'm saying, the match. Not like one person per. It's like Team Dame and Curry versus Team Sabrina okay. and Clark. I thought you were saying split up the ladies. Like one goes with each one, but I don't like that. I like, I like what you're saying better. Yeah, I, I again, I, I haven't heard that from anybody. I right hand to whoever they say you swear to. Like I, I thought about this. I was like, I think that would be a dope idea because I saw a commercial for the match, and it's like now it's kind of watered down. Where like after like the first three, where you're like, all right, yeah, we saw Patrick Mahomes and Brady cursing at each other on HBO. Like that was fun, and now it's like Rory McIlroy. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not watching Rory McIlroy and some random golfer. No, I'm good. Uh, but for this. Mm. Strike while the iron's hot. I think you you do this next year, if, especially if it's if it's in like Milwaukee, probably not. But if it's in like New York, I'll check oh, where yeah. it is. Yeah, I um, I feel like it's like a almost like a losing situation, unfortunately, for the the female participant, right? Like so, Sabrina in this case, like she was awesome, but I feel like there's always going to be someone to like. And you know, there's always idiots and haters. Someone's going to be like, well, she had a smaller ball, so it's easier to go in, so blah, blah, blah. But really, I think it should be, we should really be looking at this and like, you know, praising how talented and skilled the WNBA players are because there's always, there's always, you know, some idiot hating saying like, well, it's not as good. They're not talented, this, that, this, that. But she proved on Saturday that, the skill level of the WNBA players, at least from a shooting perspective, is just as good. You know, with the upper echelon as some of these NBA guys, and it's 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 wildly impressive. I would say anybody that is making that type of comment would get absolutely smacked by any WNBA. Oh, player. Of course, literally any. I don't care how tall, big, athletic you are. If you went up against any WNBA player and you were the type of person making that comment, you 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 would get your ass whooped. 100%. I would take whoever it is via bet. I'd be like, yeah, I'll take her. $100 on that bet, whatever the odds are, I want it. Yeah. So I think they 100% bring it back. I'd like to see like more WNBA, NBA crossover at the All-Star Weekend. We'll see how that goes. Um, but then, you know, after that high of highs, the night kind of fell flat on its face with the dunk contest. I I was confused at first because I thought it was uh, Obi Toppin when I found out it was Jacob Toppin, his younger brother. His younger brother. I was like, oh, this this lineup isn't very good. For me, the biggest thing was just there was clearly an agenda by the NBA. We've we've been talking about the dunk contest for years. It's like there's no all stars that participate. The stars don't participate in the dunk contest. I feel like there was clearly an agenda by the NBA to try to get Jalen Brown to win this thing. Yeah, I could see that. It was it was forced broadcasting amongst it in which a dunk that somebody had done prior to his dunk was shit on and then his dunk was like, "Oh, it was the greatest ever." It's like we j- he literally just carbon copied McGlung's dunk. <laughs> like it's the exact same. Not only did he copy somebody else's dunk, but then he butchered the D Brown dunk. Like that was embarrassing. 
Somebody said that he looked like he was sneezing, and I, I, I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. It's like he finished the dunk and it looked like yeah. he sneezed. Like that is it was incredible. so weird, man. It was the whole Jalen Brown experience was so weird, and I feel like it's definitely going to like discourage stars in the future from even trying it because he got booed at one point, rightfully so. several points um, actually. And it wasn't him; it was that they were pissed at the judges. I think it's it's going to be hard to fix. Um, I'm not ready to say scrap it yet, but it's going to be hard to fix because of in-game dunking is different than creative dunking. And the the in-game dunkers are ones that may reach, like Jalen Brown even said, I'll dunk, I'll, I'm the best, you know, contact dunker in the game. It's like, yeah, but that's not really throwing it in between your legs or doing a 360, you know, backflip for a dunk, right? Mm. But like those dudes that jump out the gym, like a Zach Levine when he was younger, that was entertaining, right? Like he was—he's not really a, just an in-game dunker, but like he—he's an athletic finisher, and those names aren't really, I would say, raising their hand to participate in it. The game's also gotten away from that type of player. It's more of a three and D spot-up shooter, shot-creating game than it is a dunk on you, right? Mm-hmm. You got John ja Morant, but like injuries, probably not in it anymore, right? Other than that, Donovan Mitchell, maybe, but he's getting older, closer to 30 now. I can't really think of any names that are high flyers that are actual dunkers, even if they're star players, that I'd be like, oh, yeah, that that's somebody that could actually dunk. I think one of the problems, too, is like, I think people underestimate how much preparation you need to do to compete in this dunk contest. Like, to actually be impressive and get good scores and do something unique, you're not just doing that every day in practice or like <laughs> in games. Like you have to dedicate time to it. And a lot of these star, star players, like you have so many commitments in your life. You're not going to like put upside the extra time to do all this stuff uh, in the, in the contest. So I feel like two people got screwed. Number one, poor Jacob Topham, Cause he absolutely should have been in the finals. I thought that dunk through the legs was pretty dope. I think at like a 47, he was pissed. Crowd was pissed. And then Mac McClung's first dunk. It was something like the broadcast, like we've never seen this before when he grabbed the ball and then re grabbed oh, it, let it and go then and let then it dunk dunked it. it. Like that, that, and that, you know, that's incredible coordination. Like a 47 or something like that. That set the tone for the weekend, man, for the whole dunk contest. And I don't know. For me, it was a clear agenda to get Jalen Brown and its corny ass dunks to the finals, and they did. Um, you know. It is what it is. Dunk contest. I don't. I don't want to say it's dead. I have some ideas to revitalize it. If you're in for, in, into it, I'll listen. I think, you know, people have bitched about the props in the past. I think instead of trying to make the dunk contest a serious thing, where like you have to come up with these creative wild dunks, let's go more towards the unserious. Like let's make it a show. Let's just do fucking crazy. Like just bring out all the props. All the like setup stuff because we watched the dunk contest me and my wife and I was telling her about Blake Griffin jumping over the Kia. The Kia. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think it was impressive now that I think about it because like they're doing some crazy shit now. But we watched it and like the it was just so absurd and ridiculous that it was it was just awesome to watch. Like he brought out a whole choir to sing I believe I can fly. I think Baron Davis threw the ball out the sun for the kid. Like, it's just, it, it was fun, right? And if, like, if the dunk contest isn't, like, your star athletes, you know, you're, you're all, all all-stars, let's just have fun with it. So I'm proposing 
more ridiculousness, more props. Here's one for you. I didn't know that they put a like a cap on on props or did like got away from it. I didn't realize. I don't think, that. I, I, thought, don't, I don't think they did. Okay. I, I just think people were bitching that it was all props and and then it slowly faded out. Part of the presentation because like and you know that I'm I'm that's it's my guy R.I.P. to the goat. You know Kobe Bryant's one of my favorite, if not favorite, he's probably my favorite basketball player of all time. His non contest sucked. Right, it was between the legs dunk that he did. Barely made it. Like I think he was putting the ball between his legs before he even jumped, uh, and then he had a weird, you know, double clutch behind the back dunk. And it's like, all right, cool, that's athletic. But when I see Aaron Gordon do a three sixty dunk and the mascot is doing a three sixty on, on rollerblades, yeah, yeah, that's just dope. Like I, that made me, oh damn. Or he, I don't know, grabs the ball from his head and he puts it under his ass and he dunks it. Like that's dope. Can and we, I understand, like it's it might be a simpler dunk, but like you already said, it the coordination to be able to have to do something like that, especially if you do it on the first try, that's dope. I'll give people fifty all the time for it. Can we just stop jumping over Shaq? By the way, just throwing it out there. That's overplayed. Nobody, yeah, I, I think that's oh, yeah. done and over with. He's he's um, not only is it overplayed, but like he he does all this, like he'll kneel, you know, lean down. And then it's like, all right, he went from 7-2 to 6-6 six, six because he's leaning. And then you're pushing off of him. Jump over Victor, you cowards. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. But hey, uh, here's some ideas. And I want you to let's spitball some ideas for saving dunk contest. I want to bring out more props. I want, how do you feel about jumping over a flame? Like we bring out like a fire pit and they dunk over fire. So we all want some danger into this thing. I'm going to go with no on the flame just because insurance reasons. Um, uh, I'm on, not, I'm not sign a waiver, sign the waiver. Nope. I don't want my, and that this is in Mr. GM of all people. You are pro organization. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to have fun player. here. Let's have fun. Yeah, I'm all about the fun, but I'm not signing off on, even if it's my seventh string player, jumping right, over a ring of fire to go make another one in honor of Kobe. You wear, you put on the Kobe outfit. Mm-hmm. You get a pit of black mambas, and you dunk over that shit. I'd be, I'd, I'd like that one. As long as they, they can't jump, they'd be fine. I, don't, I know. Do snakes technically jump? <laughs> I don't know, man. What's what? the phrase if they leap? What's, what phrase is it if they get off the earth? Is it jumping? <laughs> I guess, yeah, jumping. <laughs> but go, yeah, as long as they can't feet. leave the earth when I'm jumping, then I'd be all for it. How about, how about we incorporate some magic? Into the dunk contest, so like, is this like Houdini-ish? you go to like the judges and you tell them to pick a card, and you fucking put the card in the deck and you just go with one hand and dunk it, and the cards go flying, and the card that they pick sitting on top of the the back like the side like you know where the backboard and the 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 rim connects, it's just like fucking magic. Boom, man, I dunked. I get that one. Uh, I'm gonna say no, just because there was already a, a similar dunk that was like that, a la Gerald Green, who blew yes. up a birthday cake, That's that dope. birthday candle. See more that props, dunk, more props. Yeah, it, was, it was it was a simple dunk, but the fact that he rose up and like I think the commentators made it even better is when he rose up and dunked it, like he blew out the candle. <laughs> like, all right, bro, we just talk about him blowing out a candle that's sitting on the back of the rim, but it was entertaining, right? And look. I think it's Spartacus or whatever the dude's name was in Gladiator. You win the crowd, you win the war. Yes, and that's what it should be. Like it should be entertaining. That's what I'm saying. There's not enough props. We're we're getting to the point where it's just all serious. Like let me do some cool dunks. Not. Nah, I want to be fucking entertained. Like I I don't know why this dunk sticks out in my mind from like a previous dunk contest. The guy I don't remember who it was. 
It wasn't an impressive dunk, but it was kind of funny how he set it up. Do you remember the guy who brought out like an art easel and it was covered and it was a, it was an art easel with a painting behind it and the painting was covered and he dunked over the easel and walked over to the painting and it was him dunking. dunking. I like that. It's stupid. I like that. I would, I'd be a fan of that. I got no problem with that. Again, it's all about presentation. So I I'm all for props. As long as the props are used properly, Miss me with fire. You know, I'm good with snakes. I think I'll be all right if there was some black mambas, but like uh, just no snake, no, no fire. No, nothing to do with something like insurance claims. Uh, my wife suggested one to me the other day, and I don't I don't think I don't think it'll fly. She said, you find the most hateable people in the NBA. You get Kyrie Irving to hold the ball like this, and you run up to him and you kick him the balls, and then you just grab the ball and dunk it. She's That's like, just wrong. Tens. That's rude. Tens. Why is Kyrie, why is Kyrie catching strays, bro? Like he's he's finally quiet in Dallas. I haven't heard a peep from him this entire season. And Lord have mercy, look at it. They're actually a decent team this we all, year. We all know. We all know about Kyrie. Come on now. Yes, Kyrie sinks ships, but he's actually been very quiet this year in the thirty-two and twenty-three. <laughs> so I'll give him that. Right. I'll give credit when credit is due, but I'll call you know like it is when I see it. And when he talks. His teams usually fail. He hasn't said a goddamn thing all season, and they're winning. So just keep being quiet in Dallas. Please. Do you have any suggestions? Any any fun props or any suggestions for the for my hypothetical dunk contest world? My only suggestions is they break out NBA Live like a la 06, where you used to be able to throw it off the jumbotron, do like a cartwheel over something, and then dunk it. That would be dope. But okay. you know, you'd, you'd have to be at like Dallas Stadium, and you'd have to get um, was it Kelsey Plum? To be the throw girl mm. because she's got a rocket arm. So have her throw it. It goes and hits the Dallas Cowboys Titan Tron, right? It bounces off the Jerry World. Okay. And then you get whoever's getting, you know, the dunk catch it, windmill that motherfucker splash. I think that would be probably the dopest. Like you're involving another person, you use the prop for the 50 yard, you know, Jumbotron that's at Dallas Stadium, and then you can dunk it. So I think that would be pretty dope. I like, see. I, I think we can fix the dunk contest if we stop trying to be like it's a serious thing and just have fun with it. Make it entertainment. That's all I'm saying. Just put me on the board. That's all they got to do. Silva, hey, you want to fix the, the dunk contest? I'm your guy. We're your guys. We can do this. We can fix the dunk contest. I don't think we can fix the game itself. Mm-mm. Did you? I have a quote. I have a, the sound. Did you hear the sound of uh, Adam Silver speaking of our guy? Please tell me you have it so we can play it. I have the sound of him giving out the trophy to the yes. winning team. Well, here you go. <laughs> it's it's just he sounds so defeated. And if you know anything about Adam Silver, he's like the pro player commissioner. You know, always doing right by the players, always just kind of eating the shit. But this is him. This is his fuck you. Like he he would never say fuck you, but this is him just saying fuck you. And to the Eastern Conference All Stars. You scored the most points. Well, congratulations. <laughs> he is so pissed. And rightfully so. Uh, I'm pro team Adam Silva on this one. I think the game is just an absolute joke. I watched it because, again, just being an NBA fan, uh, watching the score be like, I think I, you know, Middle of watching it, I saw that it was like 50-something, 50-something, uh, 57. It was like 50 to 40, something like that. Because I like got up, came back, and I was like, all right, we're in the second quarter. Sat down. I was like, oh, my goodness. There's still three minutes left in the first quarter. And it's like, what? 
So we're on pace to see a bunch of both teams score 200 points. And Lord of mercy, look at that 186 to 211. So like it was fun from off jump where you could see Tyrese was trying to win MVP. And I think that kind of kept some people, especially the, you know, the, the in, in, in Indiana, they were like, all right, if it's going to be a joke, at least let me stick around for our guy to win MVP. And then when they gave it to Dame, I was like, mm, this ain't right. That not only was this a shitty ass game, but like you got it wrong by not giving it to the hometown guy. If you're not going to be serious about this, the first few minutes, I feel like they tried to play like a little defense. That wasn't just like a blow buys to the rim, but I think the problem is just that nobody, nobody wants to get embarrassed, right? So there's almost like an unwritten communication of like, hey, we're all going to just like chill and nobody sets the tone. They just need one motherfucker in there to just like be like, nah, fuck you. And just try to go like D people up and embarrass people. Because like you get one guy to embarrass you, you're going to want to embarrass him back. And it's just going to go tit for tat back and forth, right? Whereas right now, it's just like everyone was just so mellow on the same page of like, we're all going to be cool to each other and nice. And that's how we get 200 plus points scored. So there are some names that would do that, but they're names that are just tired and old, right? Like you got a LeBron that's on the West, uh, PG, Kawhi. But these are guys that are like, they're dogs on the court, but they're also going to be like, look, I don't, I, I'm playing for something more important, which is a championship. So like those are the guys that you would need to do that or the young and upcoming, you know, I would say dogs as in rookies or sophomores, juniors, those players. Victor. He's not there. So maybe next year um, I could see that being a thing. Uh, Even like a, like a Jason Tatum probably has it to do that. But I think he personally would be more of the, I mean, I missed that shot. He had missed a shot there. Let me take my foot off the gas. Like even if he gave it, and this isn't just a shot at Tatum. I think this is part of what it is for, for all-star weekend is They'll do one or two possessions like that. And they're like, oh, here we go. Bucket. Somebody goes down. No, no, no. I got this. Bucket. And then when you go back down, you miss. You're like, mm, all right, let me. I'm not feeling it. Or like, I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying. And then I suck. So they'll take their foot off the gas compared to what it was in the early nine. Oh, sorry, 90s and early 2000s where it was. No, we're going to go bucket for bucket. And we're going to try to win this game. How can we mix in some people that are going to push the tempo and and bring that intensity? Can we like make one player on the court have to be like from the G League or like can we just find someone who just wants to be there like super bad? Because someone made this this uh, this comparison on a podcast, or I think maybe Kobe may have said this actually. Um, they were quoting a Kobe a Kobe quote, basically saying he sees harder runs in the. Uh, UCLA summer league than they do in the all-star 100%. game. And the reason, every, oh the reason why is that for every, you know, five players, you might have three NBA players that you have some high school kid or some college kid or some just dude from the YMCA playing with you. And the dudes who are the college kids, the high school kids or like whatever, like they're trying to like make a name for themselves. So they're going to go try to cut your throat. There's no just walking down the court. Cause if you do, you're going to get embarrassed. And that's the difference between an open run and all-star game where just everyone has a mentality of just, hey, no one's going to go after each other. Like, we're cool. 
no matter what, it's not going to be fixed by having those players do it. It's got to be fixed by the all-stars themselves because it's not just rec that you can find that in random UCLA, you know, gym, but we see it all, all summer in the summit, right? We see when 10 NBA players go to an LA fitness and they hoop. Like a we Drew League. Every, Drew League yeah, too, right? I was just going to say, that's the next one is the Drew League where a LeBron James shows up and he's like, I'm going to put up 60. And it's like, then do that in the all-star game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's because it's a, it's great that it's a weekend, right? These guys are part. You just think about it, right? I, I'm not, I'm not one of them, but they're most likely partying Friday and Saturday. And then they got a task they got to deal with yeah. on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So like, and there's no incentive behind it. I'm not for like starting to change things that make it important. It starts with the culture first. In order for in order for you to incentivize them to do, you know, play hard in that game, they got to start playing hard first. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like like you see a lot of things on social media make it so whoever wins gets home court advantage. Nah, that's no, stupid. I don't like that at all. And with the amount of money, especially guaranteed money, that's in the NBA. Everything's guaranteed. You can't really give it like a monetary incentive because it's different with the bubble. Excuse me, not the bubble. The um the playing tournament. Because the roster spot number twelve, he gets a million dollars. That's his. That's his life savings, right? Yeah. Like that's that's life changing for them. All stars. There's a trophy too. There's like it could yeah. mean something in the future. What I'm saying is, all star game. Everybody on that team is not on their first contract. Yeah. So like, they're and if they're on their first contract, it's Victor who's making forty mil. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it's not. He's not a guy that needs the million dollars. So it, it you got to find a way to incentivize it, but in order to for you to incentivize it, you need to get the culture to change first. Maybe Victor's that guy next year. We'll see. I'd pull for that. I would love to see. I wanted to see someone like Giannis do it. Giannis can't stand anybody, right? Like he literally doesn't train with anybody because he's like, nah, this this is bitch shit. Like I'm not giving you an edge. I'm gonna whoop your ass. And then he goes out there and he jokes around. I'm like, dude, you you would be the guy to do this. He's been Americanized. But, yeah. You know who you'll lose, though. You know who'll be like, you know what? I'm not going. You're gonna actually two of them. You're gonna lose Luca, and you're gonna lose Jokic. Yeah, because them two motherfuckers. I've never seen Joker be so happy. Like in all the years that he's been in the NBA, I've never seen him so happy to be alongside Luca. And they they were playing like little kids. It was when they played patty cake up the court. I was like, these two motherfuckers. They know that they're one of the two best players in the NBA, and they could toy around with anybody if they wanted to because they're that damn good. Their love fest this weekend was was one of the the highs of the weekend. I will say shout out to Carl Anthony Towns because he was gunning for it, man. He got he got fifty plus in the game, but they lost so. He was trying. He uh, was I, trying. I heard one suggestion that I think would be kind of interesting to maybe mm. uh, juice up the competitiveness of the game. So we talked earlier about how the rising stars would be USA versus world. All-star game, USA versus world, because that would be an actual like great matchup. That world team's really good, and so was the USA yes. team. Y- you would... I think that would be the fix. That'd be pride. I actually, so much pride. I, I think that is the fix right there because I'm, I don't care what anybody says. The USA don't like losing to nobody when it comes to like Olympic shit, right? So like you're going to get the best out of, even if he's 50, you're going to get the best out of a LeBron because he's not going to be able to retire saying that Shea Gilgis Alexander got the best of him, right? Or 
uh, who else would be like Team Canada? I can't even. I think uh, I got no name. Sorry, but the only Jokic. the only you thing got, that would be tough is that like the world roster gets a little like short towards the end of the roster. So you might have to just give like all-star honors and then pick a USA versus world all-star team, right? Because like of, of the world, I don't know if you, how you how deep you want to go down the list, but like, well, they were just talking about this on low post and like, they got to like guys like Boyong Bogdanovich to like finish up the last slot on the world team, which is not an all-star. If you look at the all-stars currently, I think probably like, Eight are world players, more give or take. Yep. But the world team, if you had everyone healthy, we're talking SGA because he's mm-hmm. Canadian. We're talking Jokic. We're talking Embiid, or he might yep. be USA because he's playing for US in the Olympics. Cat, well, cat played for Cat's Dominican. Yeah. You'd have Cat. You'd Luka. have Luca. Um, you'd have Giannis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we're already talking about a stacked roster. I don't know if. Bam's U.S. He's U.S. Okay. Yeah. Tyrese? U.S. Halliburton? Halliburton would be for the U.S.? Yep. Okay. Um, I think that would be it then. Out of the All-Stars. For World? Yeah. So, like, again, you'd have to fill it out with some non-All-Stars. It'd be a weird format, but that something like that would get the people's juices going. I mean, just looking at the names already, I just went to the stat leaders. You'd see it. It happens to be all big men. Um, Sabonis, Wembenyama, and Chet. I'm not. Is oh. is Sabonis foreign? He. I know he was born in America. I think. But would you play for an American team if you had the opportunity to play for it? That's yeah. Cat I don't know. Born. I don't know. He might yeah, not. Same thing. Where he, pretty sure Cat was born in the U.S., but he played for the Dominican. That's fair. Yeah, he probably played for. Uh, I think his dad's from the Soviet Union or something. I don't know where, maybe like Ukraine or something. But yeah, I don't know. I, I hope, think that'd be fun. I'm I not, think that would be a fun fun switch up. I'm not like overly upset about the All-Star game being what it is just because I never, I don't go in with the expectations of it being a serious event. But that's the problem. If you go, if you don't have any expectations for it being serious, like it, it should be, it, it shouldn't be 200 to 180. No matter what. I nobody wants to see yeah, that. that. No, not a single fan hey. of basketball wants to see 200 to 180. Unless you took the over. I'm surprised that Vegas would ever even put an over for that game. It was three. It was 382. That's too low. <laughs> yeah. That, last I'm, last year, I'm pretty sure it was like 190 to 190. Oh yeah. It's it's bad. It's bad. Um, broken. Yeah. I mean, overall, I enjoyed the weekend. It wasn't super serious. Everyone was fucking around all weekend. But again, it's just it's basketball in its least serious form. I mean, thankfully, we're in an age where we have NBA League Pass. And if we want to watch all the stars play, we can just go to our computer, go to our TV, and watch the stars actually put in effort on the court. So All-Star Weekend doesn't mean what it used to mean in the 70s and 80s. But, you know, I can understand why people are longing for the days of... uh Aggressive defense in the game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, end of the day, I I did enjoy it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit up here and, and act like I hated the weekend because I didn't. It's it's a great break. Games that lead up to the All Star game typically mean just a little bit more. And now that the All Star weekend is over, every game after is going to be that much more important. 
So like I I get that there are times where you know players just want to relax, kick back in it. I just wish I, I don't want to see I don't want to see people show that they don't care. You cannot care. Just don't show me that you don't care while I'm watching cuz like I am not, I'm not even there. There are people that are spending hard on money for that. My I am taking time to watch it and like I hope I want to enjoy it. That's that's what I would say. The favorite comparison I saw this week or heard this week was the All-Star game is like when your company has like a picnic and you're you're you go to the company picnic and your boss is pissed off that you're not trying hard enough in the in the volleyball game during the picnic and you're just like bro yeah. this is like cornhole yeah you're like bro <laughs> this is like supposed to be fun like this ain't this ain't work man like I'm not getting paid for this what the fuck that is a great analogy whoever said that kudos to you because that is a perfect way of explaining it I like that uh all right, I have something fun to do next. I have uh, an NBA trivia section for you. We'll see how, how this goes for you. I don't know if you had already seen the uh, the banner I had hidden, but I have a trivia question for you today. I should probably get some music. I can find some music as we're going through this, but I have a trivia question inspired by the dunk contest uh, because I was so confused that Toppin wasn't Obi Toppin um, and that it was his brother, Jacob Toppin, who plays, he's on a two-way contract with the Knicks. Mm -hmm. I was curious how many active NBA siblings are there in the league? I was shocked, and I I told you before the show, I tried to put together this, uh, this list of players. I was like furiously doing it before we jumped on. I got to 12. I wow. may be missing someone. So if I'm missing someone, I'm sure you'll let me know. Of the 12, Jacob Toppin and Obi Toppin is one of them. Some of them are harder than others. I'm curious, how how many of the siblings do you think you can name? You're, this is going to be something that I'm going to miserably fail at, but I'm ready to go. So let's let's try this. All right. I don't have any any music. No music, right. no game music in the background. I wow. Have, I have okay. this one. I don't know if there's a thing with it. Let's try this one. Oh, did I get rid of it? That's a oh. What do you, you like that? Oh, you like that? That works. All right. This one's not dead air. Yeah. So I uh, the question to you, D, and if someone's in the chat and you want to help them out, go for it. Um, I'm looking for all the active NBA siblings. So siblings brothers that are both currently playing in the league so i can't have one guy that had played and now is retired or not with the team so you want me to just rip off names that's even harder i thought you were going to give me one name and then i gotta no 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 no, no. come on let's just work all through right this. well it's okay all right we'll do this together i'll start off with the the antetokounmpo's all right so you got Giannis and thanasis antetokounmpo both with the bucks that's one of them so you're down i gave you jacob and obi Toppin. so you're down to 10 left Okay. Let me look at. I'm trying to think of teams. I will give you a hint. You want a hint? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me get. Let me get another one. Um, the Lopez brothers. All right. Oh wait. You know what? I didn't give you the ding. There's your ding. Okay. Rook and Robin Lopez. So you have three of the twelve siblings. Uh, I don't think Marquise and Marquise are in the NBA anymore. They are. They are. Okay. It's easier thinking of twins. Yeah. Um, if you want a hint, you're missing 
There's two more sets of twins out in the league. There's four sets of twins in the league. That's insane. Twins. Wow. Can I get a team for any of them? I will tell you that one set of twins are first year players. Oh, the uh, uh, the dudes that just got drafted. Oh, I'll yeah. There you go. Thank All right, you. No, no, chill, 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 chill. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember their name. Eamon Thompson and I don't know the last the other one. Azir. Azir, okay. Azir. And you yep. have one more set of twins. Can I use a, a hint on this one? One one of them almost was a conference MVP. Got robbed, you would say. Conference or actually was it a conference finals? Yeah, one of them should have been a conference finals MVP. So most recent, I would imagine. Let me think of all these conference finals champions. I got, uh man, a twin. I got nothing on that. Who who are we talking? You want me to tell you? Yeah. Caleb and Cody Martin. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. That's Hornets and Heat at the time. You're saying that uh, uh, Caleb was awesome. Caleb, Caleb Martin against the, the Celtics. Celtics. Oh, my yeah. God. He was killing them. Yep, I forgot about that. All right, so now we're just down to brothers that have the same last name. This yeah. is this is where it gets funky. I mm. Do you have any any anything? Give me a name and I'll see or not even a name, give me a team or a, a bio of somebody. A bio. Uh, I got let me see. I got one one pair of brothers that are Are Mikel and Miles Bridges brothers? I don't believe so. Okay, it's just the same last name. One pair is from a foreign land, not American. Well, you already told me that Bogdanovich, they're not even related, right? No. Yeah, that's tough, especially with that. If you need to give up, let me know. I can just tell you the rest of them. Yeah, I'm down. Bro. I'm telling you, this is not easy by any means. I got the the most that I could get was the Antetokounmpo's. German brothers. German brothers. German. Play on the same team. I'm, I'm out on that one. Mo and Franz Wagner. Oh, the Wagner twins. Yep. One went to Michigan, oh, one didn't. Not Forgot twins it. brothers, but yeah. Uh let's see. You got the the big ballers. Oh yeah, Lonzo and Lamello. Okay. Lonzo Lamello. You get that one. Uh I didn't know these were brothers. Jaden Jalen McDaniels. Wouldn't have guessed that one. Yeah. I, I would not have known that. Two years off. This one's a gimme greatest shooter of all time. Stefan Seth, that's not in the league anymore. I I looked it up before the show. He's he logged some uh, some minutes in a game this year, twenty four. Okay, but is he currently on a team? Because I don't think he is. I I went with active as in like okay, played NBA part. basketball wanna, this uh, year. Yeah, I one hundred percent didn't go that route because I I don't think he's in the league anymore. I got the Holiday brothers. Drew and Justin. Drew Justin. Justin. I don't. League. I don't know if Aaron's still in the league. Justin's still in the league. Okay. Holiday I know Aaron brothers. is not. I didn't know Justin still was, but obviously I know J Drew is. I saw him with minutes for the Nuggets. Okay. Last time I checked, Justin played for the Pacers. That's how long ago it's been. Okay. And then the last one, I did, I know this one counts because the lesser brother only played three games, but uh, Evan and Isaiah Mobley, both Cavaliers. Wouldn't have guessed that Evan Mobley had a brother. Yeah, I'm hoping I didn't miss any. Twelve sets of brothers. That's insane, man. That's a lot. That's got to be the most for any American sport. Uh, I don't know how many brothers or siblings are in hockey. 
I know that there was the, the the dudes that were in Toronto for a while. The Maple Leafs had two sets of, of brothers, um, or the Lightning, one of those blue and white teams. NFL. You can think of the Kelseys. Watts. You got the Kel. Yeah, you got the Watts. You got the Kelseys. Brothers. I mean, you ain't got Tiki and Ronde anymore. It's not easy to yeah. think about family no. members, right? No, because like usually it's like oh the family rivalry, blah blah blah. Eli and Peyton, right? Like that's yep. that was that was that's that was one. easy. Um, but no, I think the NBA takes the cake for most siblings or relatives that play at the time. Old school, Vince and Tracy. Do you hear about the story about that no. between them finding out that they were cousins? Oh, by the way, really quick aside, I found out this weekend that um, Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Suggs are cousins. Go figure. I'm pretty sure they probably found out the same way that Tracy and, and Vince did. So apparently, um, uh, Trace McGrady was like doing something and they were like, oh, we got to go to a party and, you know, your cousin Vince is going to be there. And he was like, I got a cousin Vince. He's like, yeah, you, he plays basketball. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we'll figure it out. And like, they show up and they're like, <laughs> you, like the Spider-Man meme. Yeah. And they're like, Tracy, you know, like Vince, we're like, we're cousins. Yeah. Oh, what? It's like they had no idea. It's like it's hilarious. Two of the you know best basketball players to ever play um, are, are cousins. So yeah, that was, that was, it's a, that was a funny story to hear about. Yeah, it's just you know what it is. You just gotta be tall for basketball, my man. And that shit runs in the genes. If you ain't six six, you ain't making the league. Sorry for those that you know got high hopes. Sorry. That was a that was a bit of a too tough trivia. That one was really hard. Probably like the hardest game that you've had me play. And I I try, but that took some banking. I should have I, I should have saved one from Biddy's zone because he could help you out there. That I mean, unfair. I do my best with these games, and I'm usually decent. I'd say like eighty to eighty five percent success rate. That one, I as soon as you said brothers, I was like, nope. I was feeling spicy, <laughs> That's man. That's going to be miserable for I, me. I wanted to take you down. All right. I feel like we're running close on time. We'll save the second half stuff for the, for next week. We'll get into closing takes and get out of here. You ready? Let's get it. The show is coming to an end. But first, it's time to get to anything we've missed. It's closing time. One segment. Two takes. Closing takes a chance for us to get off whatever we want to talk about, pop culture, sports, you name it, we got it. I'm going to go first. I got something random that I've been holding on to for a couple of weeks that I haven't had a chance to get into. Uh, I ran up to a Reddit article uh, that brought me to a Reddit link that brought me to an article. Um, it's topical because we just saw a Super Bowl and it was uh, Little John performed with everyone at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Did you know that on the 16th, so last, last week, fri- Friday, February 16th, so... This past Friday, Little John dropped an album. Not just any album, a 10-track guided meditation album by Little John. What? What? So yeah. yeah. If you want to meditate with Little John and get your Zen and your 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 chi right, get little, close with it. <laughs> little John's got you, man. That's just amazing. Like, imagine the Zen behind that, like. Close thou eyes, cross the legs. Janine, touch your elbows. Like he's got <laughs> random ad libs in the middle of you trying to run I love it, back. man. I love it. I, I hope awful. it. I hope it's. I hope it's something like that. But I bet it's real serious. I bet he gets really into his zen. 
So if it's an album, even if it's including like some type of yoga sessions, or whatnot, look it up? Is that something you can find. Yeah, I was gonna say, can you find that on like Spotify and Apple yeah, Music? I'll look. I'll look it up while while we're while we're chilling. Cool. Are you oh, good? Oh, whoa, whoa. we got total meditation right here. You want to do some meditation with little John before you get out here? After, I want to hear one after one your after yours. Um, we'll 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 close out with some meditation for the people. Cool. So honestly, um, one big shout out, but a mini shout out too, just because like every time I hear this track, it brings me back. I'm not gonna lie. I I've, I found myself scrambling on Twitter or the X, whatever it's called now. And I found the original video of the Edwin Diaz run out. That shit still gives me goosebumps. So dope. Like, doom, 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 Did doom, you see doom. the one where, where Timmy Trumpet was playing live? That's, that's, the, that's one. the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the video. And when he's like, he brings it here. Like that shit, like right now, that shit gives me goosebumps. And I'm not even a baseball player, but you win the crowd, you win the war. And that, that was a big one right there. Uh, but my wrap up and big shout out, I don't care if it's corny. I already told you guys that I am trying to become the biggest WNBA fan I possibly can be. Goes out to Sabrina Ionescu. I think what she was able to do for women across the world and regarding basketball is show that, hey, we can play with the big boys. We didn't give enough. I know we took a lot, you know, we gave a lot of credit for it, but I don't think we gave as much as we could have as to how good she actually played on Saturday. Like she, she captured an entire fan base, an entire market. And she had people on the edge of their seats because she was about to knock off the greatest basketball shooter, not even a shooter, but basketball shooter in the history of the world. Since, since James Naismith put the little laces on the basketball and he shot it in a, you know, in a fruit basket, nobody has done that better than Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu went out there and went toe to toe. So like she deserves all of the flowers, former, you know, Oregon duck. She's a, a Mamba mentality member, you know, RIP to, to Kobe, but like she went to the school of Mamba and like, she's got that right. And just came up short with the Liberty and the championship against the aces this year, this past season. I think she just, I think she changes the landscape of how to promote yourself being a women's basketball player. And with Sabrina, excuse me, Caitlin Clark on the cusp, I think we're about to see a huge shift in how, you know, women's basketball is going to be promoted. So big shout out to Sabrina. I think that it was my most enjoyable moment for the weekend. And it was led by one of the largest, one of the bigger stars in that league. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. I like it, man. I, I'm excited to see the future of the WBA. It seems to just be growing year after year, and uh, they put out a good product. So we'll we'll tone down our uh, our Timmy trumpet because we're, we're we need to. It's getting late for us, you know. According live man. on Wednesday, we need to start to get into the zone. Let's give let's give a little 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 John as we uh, as we fade out. You can get the people all they need to know. Okay. Get crunk, whatever. All right. So you want me to you want me to get up us out of here? Let's see. Let's just. Once you start playing. I want to take a few moments to That's focus not little John. on That's not little John? Anxiety. Where's little John? When you put in little John, did you spell L I T T L E? Little John. Little Lil John. Lil, okay. Like L I L apostrophe? Hmm. But the truth is, I meditate. Yeah. What? And I've been doing so for okay. years. Before a concert or public appearance, this is I can't this is talk. This isn't it. I'd be like, "Shut up, bro! I'm trying to meditate." 
Uh, all right, we'll get us out of here on some meditation. Cool, man. As we say every time we're heading up out of here, we really appreciate you guys watching us live. More important to us, more important, listen to us uh, locally the next day. It's going to be on a Thursday. We're going to have this up later for you guys on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can hit us up on our website. You can find us, obviously, at the bottom, prisonthegrizz.com. All of our socials that are starting to blow up. So you guys that are reaching out to us on Facebook, it's incredible. We all love that. You can find us on YouTube. One of these days, we'll get an Instagram. One of these days, we'll get a TikTok. I don't really care about the shorts, but you know that's where the that's where everybody's going with podcasts. You know we can get some clips in this. Also, you can find your boy over on you know Twitch, dfrizzy underscore frizz five. Hit your boy up, like, subscribe, comment for everything that we have. It only makes our streams and podcasts that much better. Please, especially in a time like this, sit back, relax, say I love you to the ones that you love. Make sure y'all take care of y'all mentals. Please make sure y'all take care of y'all physicals. We get into that summertime, so make sure you take care of that chicken. Make sure y'all take care of y'all children, and we'll catch y'all on the rebound. See y'all next week. I got I to gotta end on the uh, only meditation I need from oh, Little John. You better say, yeah, yeah.